Hello, hello. Welcome back once again to another episode of the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Fantasy Daydreamers. I am your host, your boy, Big Gain, JJ. You guys can follow me on Twitter at JJ Daydreamers. As always, with me here today is Ryan. What's up, guys? You guys know the Twitter, R-O-K-K-O, Daydreamer. And I can't hit you up right now, but if you hit me up in three days, I'll... Respond back to your tweets. Ryan is having some phone issues and it's made it a little hard to communicate, but we got the podcast out. We're doing our thing. So um, thank you for joining me, Ryan. Also, Keone is with us. Hello. It's so good to be here as always. And you can follow me on Twitter at Daydreamer Keone. So do that. All right. Uh, we got a few things to go over today. We got some news. We got our late round quarterback dreamers. And then we're going to go over our consensus quarterback ranks, one through 12. So let's get into it. All right. For the news today, first up, Justin Jefferson. He did injure his shoulder. He got a sprained AC joint. He is considered day to day. How you guys feel about Justin Jefferson? Does this worry you at all, or you just leave him right where you have him in your ranks? Uh, I'm just going to leave him as I have him, but it's something to watch out for. Yeah, these are these are all kind of just wait and see. Like we technically have had the first preseason game, but only two teams have had that preseason game. Um, so, so there's still a ways to go before people actually play for big big money. You know, so watch it. See it because it's important for the wide receiver position, but don't freak out too much. Yeah, don't freak out too much. Another one not to freak out too much over Aaron Jones. He's dealing with a hamstring injury. It's just something to watch. Keep an eye on. We'll update you guys as things come out. But again, as for right now, leaving Aaron Jones where we have him. The hamstring injury could become an issue, I feel like. But not freaking out about it yet. No, I'm 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 not too worried because you know I'm you know Aaron Rodgers came back from uh, Hawaii with some some pakalolo, some good <laughs> some good stuff, so he can just distribute upon the uh, the IR when he feels like it. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it personally. Uh, up next, Saquon Barkley. He was removed from the pup, the physically unable to perform list, and is back practicing with the team. Ryan. How you feel about this? Because we know you were down on him. You talked about him all last week about how you were down on him. Yeah, still down. Still down? <laughs> okay. I'm just waiting for the next Giants fight. Somebody's going to take... If they put Daniel Jones at the bottom of the pile, Saquon's going out next. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> it's because Daniel Did Jones you, tripped. Well, that actually started because Corey Clement was running the ball and got hit real hard or whatever. You know? That's what I heard. Former Eagle Corey Clement. So I heard that's why they did it. Hit him real hard. But yeah, I agree. It's funny that the Giants are fighting. There's always fights and stuff, but that one seems crazy. Made the whole team run. Mm. Good. More news. Hunter Henry is going to go an MRI on his shoulder. By the time that this comes out, time that you're by the time you're listening to this, we might know something but as of this recording we don't know the results of the MRI waiting on that so just something to watch Jonu Smith if Hunter Henry's out for a little bit Jonu Smith might be a steal in your draft he's never played right. a full season Hunter Henry has like so just know that man Ryan is uh those noises are going upwards for the listener. A rocket kind of like or a drone, you know, whatever. Uh, oh, a drone, out. okay. Whatever yeah. flies up high. Yeah. Hot air yes. balloon, you know. <laughs> hot air balloon. <laughs> yeah, the hot air balloon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared of heights. I've never been up that high. And I'm also broke. Never bought a drone before. So I don't yes. know what type of sound it makes. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. More news. GJ Chark had surgery on a broken finger. So uh, there's a lot of uh, people in that wide receiver room. It's kind of deep at this point with LaVisca Chenault, DJ Chark, Marvin Jones, Colin Johnson. There's, I mean, but DJ Chark, if he, when he comes back, he'll be in those top three. So for sure. Yeah. And I feel like he's late enough in drafts where you might draft a spot or two, but not a lot. Mm. And I mean, I've, we've seen people play the season with broken fingers or hurt fingers and stuff like that. So I don't see him not playing. It just, you know, it might be a little tough, but I yeah, don't it see him affect, not playing. It might affect him catching the ball a little bit, but I don't see it doing it that much. All right. And our last bit of news here for today, Josh Allen signed a contract extension with the bills for six years, $258 million. <laughs> this man has made almost made as much money as Tom Brady and is 21 years playing just in this contract alone. I saw that stat out there. I forget who put it out bleacher report or something that in 21 years, Tom Brady has made just over the amount that Josh Allen just signed his new contract for. At least in terms of like specifically contracts, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. Yeah. Contract money, yeah. What a difference a year can make. Sweet Jesus. Ooh. That's all I know. One yeah. being very average and to giving this contract. That's wild. Yeah. Should I should I like save this stat for later? It has to do with his pass or his completion percentage. But ah, save it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Save it. It's it's to do with like his major jump. Between, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but we'll talk about him later. He will be definitely in the top 12 of our running back or running backs, quarterbacks. All right, that'll do it for the news. Let's go over some late round quarterback dreamers. It's my quarterback. So these are going to be <laughs> quarterbacks that you can draft in the later rounds that might be able to get you through the whole season, might be able to win you some weeks. Does, who wants to start us off? I can start. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to get to the whole season, but I love his start. It's Sam Darnold. First game, revenge game, the Jets. Ooh. Okay, this is at, in, in Carolina. And then he has the Saints. It's kind of a down week. Okay. But Texans, Cowboys, Eagles, Vikings. And the Vikings mm-hmm. even might get better. But if they don't, that is a great stretch. He has great weapons. He has CMC, mm-hmm. D, uh, DJ Moore, um, Robbie Anderson, Terrence Marshall, I, Dan Arnold is the tight end. Joe Brady, I like it. This is a setup to start the season hot. Also, big contract year. This could mm-hmm. be his Josh Allen season if if he plays this right. Yeah, I feel you. You're not worried about him seeing any ghosts out on the field. Well, not versus those defenses. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. So uh, yeah. And I think it's week eight. I think they play the Patriots. The goats will come back. I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying to play him that long, but that's first stretch. Again, Jets revenge game. Saints probably gonna be a bad game, but it's at home at least. Texans, Cowboys, Eagles, Vikings. Mm. Those are those are some pretty good defense. Or sorry, some pretty bad defenses. Uh, could be some big games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, true. I, I really hope so because I traded for him in this offseason in Dynasty. So I'm really kind of not relying on him because I have Herbert and Josh Allen, but still, like I I traded for for him. So I, I need him to pay off in yeah. you know sooner than later. Yeah, and these are guys that were saying draft as your second quarterback. These mm-hmm. these are guys that you sh- could start, but. Don't rely on it, I don't think. I'll go next. I got Taysom Hill from the Saints. The quarterback position in New Orleans is still up in the air. Will it be Taysom? Will it be Jameis Winston? No one really knows yet. This injury to Michael Thomas with the surgery in June, he's going to miss some time. There's a lot of drama there. I really think that it leans towards Taysom just a little bit. So... Yeah, if he starts the whole season, his rushing ability, he could easily win you fantasy leagues, not only not just fantasy weeks. 
So last year he had 87 attempts, 457 yards and eight rushing touchdowns. Sean Payton is going to make his life super easy as the quarterback too. He went 88 for 121, which is 72.7% completion percentage, which would have been highest in the NFL, but again, on a lot less attempts because that's how Sean Payton is going to run his offense. He also threw for four touchdowns. But if you really break down his season, to 2020 season, there were only four games that Taysom Hill played the full game at quarterback over 30%, over 37% of the snaps, which is not a lot. But in those four games, he went 82 for 114, 834 yards, eight total touchdowns, went had 39 rushing attempts for 209 yards and was the QB six in that stretch. So if he is the starter, his ceiling is very high. His floor also pretty high with the rushing ability. So he's currently going as the QB 24 towards the end of the 14th round. You can grab another quarterback early, like I was saying, and then roster Taysom who has league winning upside. Yeah. I mean, he, he's, uh, we said he's like the Swiss army, this knife yeah. of, of NFL quarterbacks because he can do, I mean, basically everything. And if you, if you use him right, which um, Sean Payton should and, and knows how to do, he can be an incredibly effective playmaker on that field, however you use him. So it's just, you can't get him in a rut where people figure out what he's doing. And that's my only concern for the entire season. Uh, otherwise, yeah. otherwise, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's a that's a good point. Um, but Sean Payton can figure it out. And Jameis Winston will play some because Taysom Hill will be able to run from the tight end position and stuff. And mm-hmm. So get those extra snaps in for him. Keone, who you got for us? Well, I have uh, Baker Mayfield of the Cleveland Browns. Because I think, yeah, he's not going to be your first quarterback because I think it's just not enough there to trust him fully. Although I will have to say last I've been, I've talked a lot about him and his relationship with Odell Beckham and how he played better without Odell Beckham on the field, yeah. which is true. However, I will say correlation is not causation and that's really important. So. Is Just that a real because, word or did you make that up right now? <laughs> that's a real saying even. <laughs> yes, Man. that's a real thing. That's pretty Cor- good. Okay. <laughs> Cor- correlation is not causation. So just because the two things happened at the same time doesn't mean they're related or directly related at least. So I do have to lighten my stance on the, the sort of hate I've given on Odell and hesitancy I've had with Baker. Well, still be, still be a little, still be a little hesitant because you never know, but I do have to say just because Baker or just because Odell is going to be on the field doesn't mean Baker's going to do nearly as bad. They do. Some of the big things um, related to that probably were because COVID-19 was happening last year. So people didn't have a chance to get chemistry like they did. Whereas like, you know, the latter part of um, the season, they would have had that chemistry. Um, So I think that's a big thing where they've now had this time. So hopefully they can have the chemistry that they didn't have last year. But um, also Ryan brought up matchups. I'll bring up matchups. He does have some tough defenses to face in that he faces the Steelers and the Ravens twice each. So that's about 25% of his his season. However, to counteract that, he faces the Bengals twice, Detroit and Houston. So there you go. That kind of balances out that. And then he gets a, you know, a checkerboard of middle middle ranked defenses in between there. So there's room for for them to go on a hot streak like they did last season because if they get momentum, we can see what they do with it. And the only other thing that concerns me is the amount of yards he gets per game because last season he had seven games under 200 yards passing and then six games over 250 yards passing. So he needs to kind of shift that to where he has more games, um, like one's better than the other. So he needs more yards 
Um, but I think he has a solid defense. He has a solid team around him in terms of wide receivers. He has Najoku. Um, he has Hooper at tight end. He has Landry. He has um, he has Odell Beckham Jr. And then he probably has one of the best, if not the best, tandem in the backfield. So I think they can do pretty well. And he's a good second quarterback who can probably get you to the playoffs, I would say, seven and a half out of ten times. So that's why I say Baker Mayfield. Yeah, not too bad. Um, and again, these are all guys that you can get with one of the last picks in your draft. So yeah. I like it. I like it. Let's move on to some trivia. Yes, 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 yes. Yoni, yes. take it away. All righty. So as uh, you may have seen in the Instagram post, or if you were part of the live chat before this, the chat before the podcast, I talked about the trivia question, but I'll go over it again, just in case. So I asked everybody upon his second return from retirement. So going with the Minnesota Vikings, not the New York Jets, which team did Brett Favre have his best performance against, at least fantasy-wise? And as a bonus, so if you get both parts right, you know, you may get a chance at a prize. Uh, how many touchdowns did he have in that game? Yes, the swagoo. The swagoo. Mm. So what are your guys' answers? All right. So I'm going to say the Green Bay Packers. Four touchdowns. Okay. That's a total Ryan. guess. By the way, Ryan, for the listener who had, like, let me get you caught up here. Ryan is undefeated right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is new big. Week, this is big week. for him. Okay. Ooh. All right. It's going to be five touchdowns. Okay. All right. So, I have to one up you. Okay. <laughs> All right. And it's sure. going to be versus the Lions. Oh. Oh. Okay. You're both. JJ got one part right. Uh, versus the Packers, huh? It, no, it was just four. It was four touchdowns. Ah. Four touchdowns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think he had. I had to do the math because there were two games that were pretty close. In one uh-huh. game, he had 392 yards, but uh, but three touchdowns. And then in this game, he had 316 yards, but four touchdowns. And so, in terms of fantasy, he had about more. a point more in this game. But this game, also, for anybody who is unfamiliar with this, I try to give a hint in the video every week. But this week, I was a little mean because I felt last week was too easy. So I made it really difficult this week with the question and the clue. So I wore a Jaws shirt. And so there were some good guesses. Like Dolphins was a really good guess. Uh, Seattle was a really good guess because the sea and stuff like that. But the real reason was because Jaws written by Peter Benchley was based off of a couple of 1917 shark attacks in New Jersey. And where do they play in New Jersey? Two teams, the jets and the giants. So the answer was the giants. Oh, Yes. Four touchdowns against Giants, Giants. Four touchdowns. It was the last game of the season. Okay, it was the last touchdown to Sidney Rice or something like that. It. I didn't look that far. Oh <laughs> man, because I I remember he had this crazy game and it was for them to make the playoffs and it was like literally had to go down to the last second. It was incredible, but I can't but, remember what the game is. But yeah, it was the last game of the season against the Giants, and he had four touchdowns. That is so. crazy. I almost said the Jets because I was like, oh, where does uh, Jaws take place? Didn't remember. Oh, yeah. So it, that could have been another guess, a good guess, Martha or like New England because of Martha, yeah. Vin- Martha's Vineyard. But, you know, but uh, Tom Brady was on the team at that point. So I wasn't going to guess the Patriots. Yeah. I, I was I was kind of a jerk with this one because I wanted to make it a little bit more difficult or probably a lot more difficult. Um, so it, it wanes in how difficult I'll make the question and clue. So, yeah. Thank you for that. Thanks for putting those together every week. Look out for the next trivia question on Thursday on our Instagram day underscore dreamer media. 
Mm -hmm. We'll be asking those on Thursday. So you guys have the whole weekend to come out with uh, your answer. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to our consensus quarterback ranks. If you head over to our website, daydreamermedia.com, you guys can download our draft guide. Look at it there. We have our top 12 quarterbacks we will go over today. We have a lot more on the website. So go ahead and go look at that. So do you guys want to go from 1 to 12 or 12 to 1? How do we want to do this? I say 12 to 1. Because, well, do you think people know what like 1 would be? or I feel like people know what 1 is. Okay. So... Uh, Ryan, you have any input? He's he's muted. All right. Oh, my bad. One to twelve. I'm sorry. I was looking one to this, twelve. I was looking at this game of Brett Favre real quick. Gotta make sure. All right. Let's go one to twelve then. Up first, Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City Chiefs quarterback. We all know Patrick Mahomes is really good. He's what? Yeah, he's going number one in the quarterbacks for ADP, too. Um, yeah. Through for the second most yards last year, 4,740. I mean, what else? Is there a lot to say about Patrick Mahomes? I mean, he's just, he's the doctor, you know? He's, he's, very, he's very good at football. <laughs> yeah. And he has basically two of the top five receivers, if you count Travis Kelsey. So, if not sure. top 10. So, like, yeah, that's that's really good. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes, QB one this year. We're calling our shot here on the Daydreamers podcast. I know we we get a little bit wild sometimes. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. Right. Yes. No, I was just updating that Brett Favre. It was, okay. it was a touchdown to a fullback. Uh, they also won forty-four to seven. So, all oh, right. So, it was not the game you were thinking of. No, it was not. All <laughs> yeah, right. Different game. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Up next, number two on our list, Josh Allen. Keone, you have a stat about Josh Allen. I do. I have to go back up to get it. But yes. Um, so, in his three years, he's improved incredibly in a very important stat completion percentage. So in 2018, his first year in the league, he had 52.8%, which was 33rd in the league. Then he had 58.2% in 2019, which was 32nd. So an improvement, but not much better. But then last year, last year was the key. He had 69.2% completion percentage, which was fourth overall. That's a huge jump. And he basically has all the other elements there for him. He just needed to fix his accuracy. And so, and he, and he did that. And if he can continue to do that and get better, the sky's the limit. Like if, if he's, if, if, uh, if Patrick Mahomes is the doctor, he's like the grad student and they're going to be the future of the, of the NFL for sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he just signed this huge contract. He finished, as the QB one last year, he's yeah, he's really good. I think that the completion percentage might come down just a little bit, but you know, I don't think it'll go down to what it was before. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, Stefan Diggs really helped him out too. So Ryan, you got anything on Josh Allen? Uh, for me, it's his rushing touchdowns again, eight, nine and eight. Those are huge. Those are basically just cheat codes on the season make up for anything he doesn't do. Uh, so I don't know. I know he signed that big contract. I'm not sure if they're going to use him on the goal line. Don't want to get him hurt, but he is a legitimate goal line back that like vulture type of guy. Yeah, definitely. That rushing upside really does help him just the rushing in general. And then he can, he does run for touchdowns. So, all right. Third on our list, Kyler Murray. Arizona Cardinals quarterback. How you guys feel about Kyler this year? K1. For me, the scariest thing is, is that 
it kind of feels like he's going to be a little bit like Lamar Jackson who started off starts off slow this year because he said he doesn't want to run as much. And I mean, he came out and said that. And if he does that, that's going to really hurt his fantasy production. I feel like. Absolutely. That's true. Um, and he did get banged up towards the end of the year. He started off on fire at the beginning of last year. Definitely slowed down with the injuries towards the end of the year. He did end up finishing as the QB too, but yeah, if he does not run as much, I mean, they went and got him help though. They brought him AJ Green as the wide receiver too. There, they got him Rondell Moore in the draft. Christian Kirk is still there. Um, I don't know yeah. if that's helped, buddy. AJ Green looked horrible last year, and I still, I you see, I'm oh, not a big, I'm not a big Rondell Moore type of guy, so. Oh, I think you're wrong about that one. Rondo oh, Moore bro, is pretty good. Uh, Brad, you play seven games in two years, bro. It's not. It's not. <laughs> he might be good, but you got to play, bro. Yeah, yeah. But if he does play, he is good. So. Ah, oh, man. I. Kyler Murray's a guy I'm staying away from. I think. He needs to run to be successful, and I hate to say that, but because he is, I think he is a better Lamar Jackson, but he still needs to run to be successful. For fantasy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is, yeah, James Conner, bringing James Conner in, I think James Conner takes away the goal line looks for Kyler Murray. So that does hurt him. But still number three on our list. Still incredible talent. Yes. And and yeah, a better passer than Lamar, worse runner. But if he wants to really improve his NFL game, he needs to become a better passer and run the ball less, which hurts fantasy. All right, number four on our list, Dak Prescott. Returning off the injury, I think everyone has him. I mean, in the betting world, everyone has him as comeback player of the year. He's got a lot of weapons there in Dallas. CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard even, Blake Jarwin, and Dalton Schultz. I think at some point, all of those people will be fantasy relevant this season. Dak Prescott. I mean, I like him. So do I. I have him at my as my QB three. So, yeah, he's going uh, fifth right now, forty two overall. So, fourth round, fifth round. So, I think it. I just don't like drafting quarterbacks in those few rounds because mm-hmm. you can get so many wide receivers there that are so good. His his wide receivers included. Um, hope, well, CD, I feel like you could get in the fourth round. Mari, same same area. And then Michael Gallup you could get later. But yeah, Dak Prescott, he's good. We'll see how he comes back from this ankle injury. I think mm-hmm. it'll be fine. I think this could be the best offense in football. Uh, I am a little scared, Dak, because he had that shoulder strain and he just started light throwing again. But remember, like, he, he strained his shoulder, and then he came back next practice, and then he stopped throwing again. And I thought they kind of rushed him back. So he is light throwing, but it's just something to look out before drafts, see how his shoulder's progressing. Mm. Yeah, very true. Good point. Right. It's it's kind of counterintuitive, but I agree with Ryan. I think he can have, like, they can have collectively, like, the best fantasy numbers, but still have a losing record by the end of the year. <laughs> I mean, they could. That defense is really bad. So, and but that might help him. That might put him in more shootouts, help Dak Prescott out. I mean, he was on a crazy pace before he broke his ankle last year. Was it 371 uh, per game? Yeah, 371 yards and nine touchdowns. And four real games played. He got hurt in the fifth game. So, just just crazy pace that he was on. Let's hope he can keep that up this year. Next on our list, number five. I think this is a podcast favorite. But number one in our hearts. Number one in our hearts. Justin Herbert. Definitely a podcast favorite. Definitely Ryan, one of Rocco's favorites. Ryan, why don't you tell us a little bit about Justin Herbert? Uh, He's a big arm, better offensive line, great weapons. Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, a bunch of guys who are fast, who are going to be fourth options. Jared Cook in the red zone. Uh, remember, look at the Instagram day underscore Dreamer Media uh, to nice. see the Jared Cook stats that we brought out for that uh, two weeks ago. 
Um, Justin Herbert's going to be a star, and I think this is going to be a big year for him. Um, again, he got sacked, I think, 32 times last year, which was in the top 10. And they, again, did a great job at uh, getting him some offensive line help. His defense will be healthy and better. I like the offensive coordinator. Offensive coordinator he's coming from the Saints. Uh, I just think this is going to be a great year for him. Yeah, I mean, he really broke out last year. I think he stole a lot of people's hearts in the fantasy community. And he's just going to get better from here. Yeah, <clears throat> I think it's very fitting that he's in L.A. Because to me, he reminds me of like George Clooney, who was kind of like a TV guy and then made that transition to like the big the big the screen. Big screen. <laughs> and so hopefully he can become one of the three kings of the NFL and hopefully it doesn't leave us thinking in a few years, have us saying, oh, brother, where art thou? <laughs> Ryan, Ryan's face says it all. <laughs> <laughs> Producer Ian in the chat, booing Keone. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I deserve that, but still. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, yeah, one of our favorites here on the podcast. Justin Herbert. I almost went all the way on the train and bought a Justin Herbert jersey, but I didn't. You heard that? If you want to get uh, Ryan a Christmas present, Justin Herbert jersey. That's what Fair. he's asking for. Fair. That's, that way you get it for free, bro. You know, I got you. Uh, let's move on. Number six on our list, Lamar Jackson, quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. And this is just rushing ability. Yeah, he's got a few weapons there in Hollywood Brown, Mark Andrews, and uh, Rashad Bateman. Forgot his name for a second, but got it. Rashad Bateman, the rookie. Um, but Lamar Jackson is going to be a rushing threat. So, I mean, he's not the greatest passer, but for fantasy, if you can run the ball, you can you can be a top 12 quarterback easily. And he is the best rusher, rushing quarterback in the league. Yeah, two straight seasons with 1,000 yards. Um, I really – it's so hard to put him down. Even – I thought this was kind of low, the number six for him. I have him at four. You can't, it's just impossible for him. If he gets – if he's another 1,000-yard guy, they brought in a lot of weapons as wide receivers. Are, do I think he – are they are great receivers? No, but they're better than he's ever had before. Ah, man, I just – it's hard to it's hard to go against him. Yeah. Just because of the rushing upside. I mean, he finished 10th last year with the 1000 yards, so again, top 12, I think if I just don't see him progressing as a passer. Didn't see it last year. Don't see it again this year. So, I'll have him in the later half of the QB1s. Yeah, and that's why I think we specifically have Kyler Murray ahead of him. Because Kyler Murray has that passing game, whereas Lamar and basically Baltimore does not. Now, does it scare you guys that, um, like with the rushing near the goal line, that, uh, what is his, what's the running back there? Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins? No, J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins is really good near the goal line. Mm Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna run with him, right? Near the goal yes. line. You don't think J.K. Dobbins takes away that much from him? If you listened or read Aaron's article from a few weeks ago, he said that and why he's a little bit scared for J.K. Dobbins, I think, is that they that offense runs through Lamar Jackson. So it's almost like he's their first option when it comes to running downfield. So Maybe in the goal line, maybe yes, but for the other 80 yard or 60 yards of the field or 80 to how, you know, yeah, it's, it's Lamar's for the most part. Yeah, true. All right, let's move on. Number seven, Russell Wilson, filet himself. Let's hope he cooks this year. The thing about Russell Wilson, he's a great quarterback. But Pete Carroll loves to run the ball. They brought back Chris Carson this year. So how much can Russell Wilson actually do inside this offense? It's, I feel like he's just restrained. And so he's restrained in fantasy. 
It has one of the prettiest deep balls, though, if not the oh, prettiest deep ball in the I, league. I agree. It's 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 a thing to. It's like it's his signature dish, if yeah. you will. <laughs> the fillet, the fillet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. And to to keep with the 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 metaphor, uh, you know, Chef Wilson, he had uh, some rough reviews, you know, some bad critiques last year. You know, he he lost a he lost a Michelin star, but uh, and and rightfully so. But I think hopefully this season, this off season, he took a mental sabbatical, you know, reigniting his passion, his fire, and maybe he will you know he watched uh, John Favreau's Chef as a as a motivation. And so he can come back and deliver some hearty, soulful meals on that field and that come from the heart and just deliver to DK and, and Lockett and Everett and everybody there. I believe in him. Me too. All right. Moving on. Number eight, the bad man himself, Aaron Rodgers. How do you guys feel about Aaron Rodgers? He is back with the Packers now, officially. He's been at camp. How do you guys feel about Aaron Rodgers? Um, I think we have him perfectly ranked, to be honest. He doesn't run anymore like he used to. Uh, I mean, the offense is going to be efficient. He's going to throw touchdowns. Again, uh, two years before that, he only had 25 touchdowns, and then he jumped up to his MVP performance this year. Um I think he comes down a little bit. He's going to be a QB one. I just don't think that you're going to get those huge touchdown numbers. Cause that was, some, that was some crazy stuff. Uh, but I like him. He's a guy that if you're trying, if you miss out on that later group and you're able to draft a quarterback, maybe in the eighth, ninth round. And this guy's here. That's a win for you. Yeah. That's what I was about to say is just that ninth round. If you can get Aaron Rodgers in the ninth round, I think that's a win. Yeah, yeah. And, and the then, only thing that concerns me, oh sorry. No, no, go for it. I was just gonna the, say and then stack him with one of the three players we said earlier. Hmm. The only thing that concerns me is I like this offseason has been very interesting and very not tumultuous, but it sort of has been. And seeing him walk into training camp in his slides and his Kevin with like the chili t-shirt from the office <laughs> yeah. has me a little concerned because last year, Thunder Mifflin, baby. <laughs> last year um, I referred to him as, as angry Raj. And I think he plays very well, like better when he's angry Raj. But then this year, I don't know if he's now Zen Raj hmm. because he seems very relaxed. And I don't know if that's hiding like the dude or if that's hiding, you know, like the avatar state. Cause they're very different, you know, yes. he like, as he, has he ascended to a level where he's just like the guy that you have to unlock in a video game after putting hundreds of hours in and then just beats everybody's ass. Or is he just going to kind of like sit back and just, you know, throw from his couch. Hopefully it's the former. Yeah. And that's my only concern, but yeah. Yeah. I feel you. He does play better as angry Raj. I will agree with that. I do like the Zen Raj nickname though. Mm. So I think I will keep calling him that <laughs> if you don't if you don't mind me no, suing it. It's it's you know <laughs> public Raj. domain for the fancy daydreamers. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah, Zen Raj. Yeah. Mm. The thing is, is he's so talented that even if he is Zen Raj, he's still gonna be pretty oh, good true. as a as a quarterback. And probably why we have him ranked eight instead of, I don't know, third or so, which he mm. could easily be. Moving on, number nine, Ryan Tannehill from the Tennessee Titans. I mean, they went and got him weapons. They got him Julio Jones. Yeah, they got rid of Jonu. Anthony Furster is still there. AJ Brown, really good. So, I mean, it's going to be a run-heavy offense through Derrick Henry for sure. No one's doubting that. But now you got Julio Jones there and AJ Brown still there and... I just don't think it could be bad for Ryan Tannehill. How do you guys feel? Uh, he's just so efficient um, with the throws he gets. Uh, on what earlier podcast, I was explaining how they are like in the top, like bottom half in the league in uh, attempts uh, and I'm passing attempts per game. 
So it just matters is he efficient and he also can ride a little bit. Um, so he's all right. Another guy that I'm not excited to get in a draft, but I'm, I'm happy. I got this guy. He is going to be consistent. Uh, he also plays in the AFC South versus the Texans two times a year and versus the Jags two times a year. So that's four good games if I, if I'm talking about, but you know, and it's key that they're divisional games too. I mean like that because that's yeah. your ticket to the playoffs. Yeah. You get the Texans twice a year. That's cake. Cake walk right mm. there. Mm. Um he's I in my opinion, I think he's going a little too early in drafts, like seventh, eighth round. And if I can just wait another round to get Aaron Rodgers, I'm gonna do that. Sorry, Ryan Tannehill, but just seems like the smarter play to me. All right, number 10 on our list, Tom Brady. We all know about Tom Brady, really good quarterback, uh, lots of rings, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Tom Brady does not run the ball, and that's what really hurts him in fantasy. He does not run the ball at all, really, but he has a lot of weapons still. Gronkowski, OJ Howard, Cameron Bray is now back off the pup. Uh, you got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. I mean, Antonio Brown, Tyler Johnson, Scotty Miller. I mean, and Brady is good enough to where he will spread the ball around to all of these guys and he will find the open man. He's going to be consistent. It's just, he doesn't run the ball. Although, I mean, that team is basically just, oh, we'll just hit the re- the repeat button on last year. Yeah, because that team is exactly the same, except now they have a Super Bowl's worth like of chemistry together. Yes. So that is incredibly like chemistry, I think, is something that you can't uh, underestimate. Um, But like, yeah, you're right. He doesn't run. So that's that's going to keep him out of that upper, upper echelon of quarterbacks. But he's still going to, I think, perform pretty well. He had like forty six hundred something yards last year. So that's pretty good. Um, but I, I don't know if this, and then this is, again, this is a correlation doesn't mean causation kind of thing, but, and I don't know how it will affect his fantasy team, but here's just a fun stat. Uh, only one quarterback in the history of the NFL has won a super bowl or has gone to two, like at least two super bowls with two or more teams. And this year he has a chance, but again, there's only been one. And we just saw him get inducted Who's this weekend. Uh, Peyton Manning. Yeah, sorry. He went to two. He went, That's all right. He went to two with Indianapolis and two with the Broncos. I call that second one like one and a half. No, <laughs> I don't know if you went to that one. Really. He was there. He was there. He was I don't there. know if he was there, though, you know. Fair enough. But I'm just saying it's only happened once in the history of the NFL. Can Tom Brady do it? We'll find out. Come the 2021 season. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's just a weird fact that I... In these mock drafts, I'm really only getting Brady if, like, earlier in the draft, if I get Chris Godwin and Mike Evans to kind of stack them up. That's the only time I'm ever really going for Brady. Uh, again, like you said, he doesn't rush. And he put up some crazy stats. I mean, 40 touchdowns. That was his most touchdowns since 2007, where he had the 50-touchdown season. And he just... And I know there's a big stat. Bruce Herring, quarterbacks get better in the second season which is great. And if there were less interceptions, uh, but Bruce Arians a bitch and <laughs> Tom Brady's old and Tom Brady's a little older. And I'm not going to doubt the goat. Cause I won a lot of money off him last season. Uh, but again, I'm only looking for him when I stack up Mike Evans and, and Chris Godwin. Yeah. Again, this is another guy where you have to draft him earlier, even before Ryan Tannehill. And so I don't think, I will be getting Tom Brady in any leagues this year. Number 11 on our list was traded from the Lions to the Rams, Matthew Stafford. Now, the Rams, I feel like, felt like they were just a quarterback away from going back to the Super Bowl. And so they went and got a guy that they feel could take them to that Super Bowl, to the promised land. Matthew Stafford, he has a huge arm. He's been injured on and off for the past few years, but again, new training staff, new medical staff, everything. I'm not going to count on him getting injured again. I am going to count on him having a big arm like he's had. And now he has lots of weapons. 
Yeah, I really, I think Matthew Stafford could throw for the most yards this season. Mm. Now, does that put him at QB one? No, but because his rushing ability is not really there. So, but most yards, most passing yards, I think Matthew Stafford could do it. Interesting. I, it's about touchdowns to me again. Uh, the Rams run the ball a lot in the go- in the red zone. And they, and they, I mean, I know they had Todd Gurley, which, you know, screwed the numbers because Todd Gurley was destroying in the red zone. But even last year, Malcolm Brown was scoring. Cam Akers later in the season, we came back. And Derrick Harrison had a couple of good games in the red zone. They're going to run. Uh, Robert Woods even sneaks in there a few times. I'm scared that Matthew Stafford is going to lead the league in, re- or in passing yards, but only have 26 touchdowns. Yeah. And that's cool. But that's not going to win you fantasy weeks. Yeah, that's true. Uh, they do like to run the ball. Cam Akers is hurt with the torn Achilles, but that's not going to stop Sean McVay from running the ball and running those gadget plays where, yeah, Robert Woods comes on a jet sweep or whatever and takes off. But I think they do they do step it up a little bit because going from Jared Goff to Matthew Stafford passing in the red zone. They're going to pass a little bit more, in my opinion. And I think the key thing, like you said, the difference is a quarterback. I think the difference that can really help the Rams this year and and Matthew Stafford specifically is that I think there'll be like in a lot of close games and the difference between Stafford and Goff, besides a lot of stuff, um, (laughs) is Matthew Stafford can finish the game with a win. Like he has so many games where he has that final drive win for that team. And there's, you know, how many, like 60, say 60 to 80 yards worth of points plus a touchdown. There you go. That might propel you from just behind to winning your, your week. So I think that's going to be a huge difference this season in close games. Matthew Stafford can win those games. I can't wait to see how many times again we get to see Clayton Kershaw in the Matthew Stafford picture of them being <laughs> teammates. Oh, they're both in LA. <laughs> that first game is going to happen at least two times. Clayton oh. Kershaw is coming to the game too. So, yeah. two times it's, that game, and then every single game after that, yep. you're going to hear something about Matthew Stafford and Clayton Kershaw. Once again. Clayton Kershaw broke the curse and won his ring. Can Matthew Stafford do the same? <laughs> oh, bro. I already hate announcers. It's, yeah. it's all it's all coming from like Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Yeah, once a game. That, that's what one and a half times a game. No, nah. What's the over under for that? It's half, half a, a time. It's, half, it's a half a game. Yeah. Okay, I'll take the over. If Clayton Kershaw shows the game, oh. that over under is two and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, show the picture. The first touchdown is going to be Clayton Kershaw going. Just like that. <laughs> and, then, and then later on, when he does a little sidearm throw and then they throw Clayton Kershaw throwing a pitch. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's going to be just like that, bro. Yeah, true. We're going right. to bring him in the booth at one point. <laughs> That's a <laughs> Well, I mean, the COVID rates are going back up. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah, true, true. All right. Number 12 on our list. Last one here today. Jalen Hurts. From the Philadelphia Eagles. And again, I think this is on rushing ability. That That's why we have him here. Propels him into the top 12. Because he's not that great of a passer. I think he could get better. But uh, yeah. That offensive line still struggles. So. Uh, that's. I mean, I think they're. I, reading them. You know, I'm an Eagles fan. So. <laughs> getting into the you nose. Know, you know. Uh. The Eagles offensive line, I think, will be, is back and better than ever. Better uh, than ever. Yeah. Better than the Super Bowl year. They were pretty yeah. good that Super Bowl year. Yeah, they were. But I think Jerome Alata will be better than what Jason Pierce was because Jason Pierce was hurt. And then the left tackle kind of sucked. A little <laughs> overrated. Okay. Uh, I think that his passing will be okay. I mean, he had, he had a faster 300-yard game than Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. You know, percentages go up. Yes. I do think he's going to run, though. I think he's going to be able to, be able to, guy to get seven or plus uh, rushing touchdowns. And I'm not going to say he's going to get a 1,000 yards rushing because I don't think that he's that type of runner. But I think he can get to 600 yards rushing because, I again, a lot of people in training camp, a lot of beat writers are saying that they're going to ease him in with the rushing to get him in rhythm with the passing game. 
Yeah, I, I agree. Somewhere around 600 yards, maybe even 700. Somewhere around Kyler Murray, maybe just under Kyler. Um, but yeah, I think he fits somewhere right between uh, Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray with the rushing to passing ability, where he's a better passer than Lamar, worse rusher than Lamar, worse passer than Kyler, but better runner than Kyler. So Yeah, I think it's going to be the red zone touchdown. So I, I do think they're going to be able to use him on power, power options, stuff like that. Absolutely. I definitely see that happening. They have a lot of speed backs there too, I feel like. So... Gonna well, they run, also run had little... your guy, Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard is going to punch it. Going to punch it in from the one. Three games in a row. Now, I think I don't know if Jordan Howard even makes this makes this team. They got a lot of running backs. Where I think Jordan Howard is probably on the outs. Um, but I think they run a lot of options there near the goal line, and that could really help Jalen Hurts. Keone, you have anything? Um, I'm I'm a I have to wait and see this season because I am not too big on Jalen hurts. And so I need to be impressed by him. That's, that's what I'll, that's what I'll say. Okay. That's fair. You're going to be. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That'll do it for our list. I'll go over one more time. Number one, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Ryan Tannehill, Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, Jalen hurts. And if you want the next couple guys, go to the website, daydreammedia.com for the draft guide. You got to go over there, head over there. We do have top 250. We're gonna, you're going to be able to print that sheet out, take it with you to your drafts, help you win your drafts. You don't win the, your league at the drafts, but it, it does help build that base for a winning team. And that'll sure. do it for today's podcast. Do you guys have any any plugs? Any I have. Yeah. I just have to. Oh, okay, okay. go for no, 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 you go, Keone. Okay, here's probably I more d- important. It's not, but I did want to shout out Ian because our producer Ian, because I was talking about it, and then he provided the stat, so I thank him. Uh, Matthew Stafford has 31 fourth quarter comebacks, which I believe leads the league. So that's all I wanted to say. Numbers to back up my reasoning. And you're right, because mine was more important. Uh, F1 series on Netflix, Drive, Survive. Hit me up on on Twitter. It's a great series. Light skins are always always in style. Number one rule. We can save that for for the Twitch. Um, Hit me up on Twitter. R-O-K-K-O. Daydreamer. And we can talk about it. All right, yeah. Uh, the website, daydreamermedia.com, <laughs> YouTube, daydreamermedia, Instagram, day underscore dreamer media, Twitter, FF Daydreamers. We do have a Patreon. So if you guys want to uh, support us in any way, head over there. We got a bunch of tiers um, with different things coming out on each tier, depending on how much you uh, donate. So, Daydreamer Media over there on the Patreon. Um, yeah, and if you want to, Hop onto Twitch. We do live stream all of this, so uh, be looking out for that. We'll post links to the Twitch um, next week. And yeah, tell a friend, spread the word. It really helps. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming, guys. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming.